0: Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of a Latina creative, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe, a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Segments by the Supernatural Bear. That's my little man. He's 10 going on 40 because he's an old soul. But other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. Now, why do I have a wide range of peeps on here? It's because I come from the music, art, and Web3 industries. Word to Your Mama comes out every Monday. Today's guest is Erin Ashley Simon. She's Afro-Latina, co-owner and chief culture officer of Xset, which is a gaming and lifestyle brand. She's young and already a leader in the gaming and esports space. She's just been nominated for the Los Angeles Time Inspirational Women Forum and Leadership Award. You could also find her on her podcast, Real Gems with Erin, which gives an inside look at creators' shared stories, journeys, and advice. So in this episode, you'll hear how she got started in the space, the future of esports and gaming, What are some things she wish she knew before she started her career? Her favorite go-to hype song when she needs it and so much more. As always, you know, everything we mentioned will be and every way you can get in contact with her and check her out uh, will be in the show notes. So I'm recording this intro. This episode drops the 25th, Monday the 25th, but I'm recording this before I bounce for a couple of weeks The day is September 9th, bounce to Medellin, Colombia, where we at Hola Metaverso, in collaboration with the University of Medellin, are having a two-day event that focuses uh, on new web technologies, AI, uh, you know, at immersive tech, blockchain, and we have um, art gallery and so much more. And then from there, we're there for a week. And then from there, we bone out to some of us leave to New York City for a week full of events leading up to Thursday, September 21st, us speaking at the United Nations General Assembly 78th Science Summit That is correct. I am honored to be a part of the Women in Web3 Space Initiative led by Sandy Martinez and Cindy Kuhn. And we will be focusing on reducing inequalities through digital and technological opportunities. I specifically in our session in the agenda will be speaking on the importance of diversity in Web3. So this is in anticipation of those two really big events, right? Where everything that we do is because the mission is bigger than us. And I think that's something that we all have in common with a lot of my guests, probably every single one of the guests that I have on this show. And especially with Aaron, Ashley Simon, right? She's trying to make the, the e-games and, um, the gaming and esports space inclusive she's trying to be the representation that someone could see and be like oh i could do that i can be a part of that and that's what we're trying to do that's all we've ever tried to do right it's the the mission is bigger than us and we are just trying to be advocates for equality justice and inclusion especially as our world becomes more tech-based. So, as always, we get into the episode, then it's the Supernatural Bear Corner. I think he's dropping, re-dropping one of his favorites, his most requested gems, and then we go into an outro. So, yes, let's get into this. So, Aaron, muchísimas gracias for being here. I like to start off by asking, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I just got back from a work trip, a little tired, but overall, I'm pretty solid. How are you? I'm well, thank you. You know, just grinding as we all do out here. So, you know, I wanted to start in the beginning. Where are you born and raised? So
1: I was born outside of Philadelphia. And um, during that time, my mom, my brother and I, we moved around a lot Eventually landed in New Jersey, where I was raised for my, most of my childhood. And, uh, you know, we spent some time in New York. My mom's a New Yorker. spent some time there. So I was really, you know, uh, all over the place a little bit in the Northeast, but predominantly was raised in New Jersey. And you're on the West Coast now, correct? Uh, bicoastal. Bicoastal. So, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. I, spent some, I spent some time on the West Coast and I spent some time on the East Coast
0: sweet so you know you're a multimedia personality what was your route what was that pivotal moment in the past that made you realize uh yeah this is what i want to do
1: so it was kind of something that i stumbled into back in 2018 at that point i was working in the entertainment uh, in the entertainment industry for about eight years or so, and uh, the company that I worked for, they laid me off along with along with a few others, and I kind of made a decision for myself. I was like, you know what, this path that I've been taking, I don't want to do anymore. I, I kind of want to get towards the path like this path of gaming. I want to have a career within gaming. I've always been a, a I've always played video games my entire life, and I just only started to see that there were opportunities coming up for it, as well as opportunities to be in front of the camera. I worked behind this, the camera for most of my career and I, I had a few chances to do things in front of the camera and it was during the, those times where I was like, I really like this. I really enjoy being in front of the camera. Never really got that many opportunities to do so. So uh, I was like, okay, I want to get to this point and, and really work. So eventually I worked for another company and I started covering gaming at the intersection of entertainment and culture. And did a lot of written stuff because when I first started my career, I was a journalist. And so that was something that went back to my roots for. And I started covering some tournaments in the gaming space. And eventually I met a few of my friends who uh helped connect me to other people. And eventually I landed my first consistent hosting gig, uh, covering gaming, covering entertainment. And then ever since then, I think that was around probably 2018 when that happened. So then, ever since then, it's kind of taken off from there. But you know, it's one of those things that like I never really planned. It was just something that like I've always wanted to do. I was always curious about. It, it was just right timing, and I was prepared, and it's all worked out since then.
0: Nice. You, do you would you say that when you were younger, a kid, a teen, did you secretly or not so secretly have visions of you being in front of the camera, being a personality?
1: Actually, no. I when I was young, I actually wanted to do sports medicine. Ah. Um, that's actually what I first sought out to do when I entered college. It wasn't until um, I had a website in high school that I started as a blog. I covered sports and music and all these uh, other different facets of entertainment, and it was going really well. And it got you know it got a lot of a lot of attention. And just from that experience, I was like, oh, I really love. Talking to people, I love interviewing people. I love hearing about people's stories, and that was when I decided to like move more into where I'm currently at right now. But yeah, when I first was a kid, I I wanted to be a physical therapist. I wanted to get into sports medicine. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see the transition that I've I've made since then.
0: Right? It wasn't like a far leap. Like you're still within the world, right? Like within the realm of sports. So you are the you know co-owner and the chief culture officer of Exet. Exet. So is it's making waves in the esports world. Tell us about the vision behind the organization and how it's really pushing and redefining uh, boundaries in the space. Yeah, so
1: it was first founded, um, uh, you know, the founders of the company, they worked for another gaming organization and they wanted to find another one that, really had a diverse set of individuals and diverse set of business and really integrated a lot more of entertainment. And so, um, you know, from, you know, since then we started in 2020 um, I I worked with them to also really keep in mind certain elements of um, inclusivity and and, and diversity because gaming is such a uh, universal thing. And because of that, there's so many different kinds of people that we can tap into that we can engage with. And especially with me uh being an Afro-Latina, I wanted to really engage with the Black community and the Latino and Hispanic community. And so um, you know, it started off with just kind of like this is this is where we want to go. And now we're moving a lot more into showing people that uh gaming is universal like anyone can engage with gaming it doesn't have to necessarily be you playing the video game itself like you can watch a super mario movie you can listen to music that's that's on the soundtracks for video games so we're really trying to show that universe universal um aspect of gaming uh, especially considering that more and more people are getting in tune within and interested in it um in, in 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 various different forms so Uh, It started with us having this core mission, which we still have this core mission of inclusivity, but now we're really trying to push towards having people understand that like gaming touches everything.
0: Right. So, with the esports gaming, you know, space that's it's constantly evolving. How do you see the intersection of gaming and culture uh, evolving in the next couple of years, and what do you feel your role? personally, and with the, you know, with your um, company has, you know, playing in that evolution of that?
1: I think uh, esports and gaming are going to be more intertwined into um, entertainment and life in the US. There's other countries that have already been embracing it a lot more from a cultural standpoint. I think we're really behind in the, in the US when it comes to to that specific part of it. And it's starting to happen. Um, gaming has always been mainstream, but the, the manner in which it's becoming mainstream is is a lot bigger, and, and it's a lot more intertwined with music and TV and film and right. other other areas of entertainment. And I think that um, because it's now all just entertainment, what it's doing is it's it's showing that there's different ways that people can interact and engage with their favorite brands, their favorite video games, their favorite creators, and um, you know, I really hope to to be someone who can help with showing that intersection more, especially through XSET. I think, you know, we really try to show that, you know, video games aren't, well, one, they're just not for young kids. Right. There is a life cycle to video games. There are people who are older who play video games. I believe the average age for gamers is actually like around 30, which shows that like it's not just a, a youth activity. Um, and, you know, for example, our company, we are ha- we're the first gaming company with a residency in Vegas at at a nightclub. Oh. And so we're even showing that hey, gaming can be part of a nightclub life. It can be a part of these other areas of entertainment that people don't realize because people like to play video games in all different kinds of settings. It's right. not just 18-year-old kids that want to. And so we really we really hope to show, like we were mentioning before, that gaming is for everyone and gaming touches everything. And then also, like more importantly for like what I'm trying to do when it comes to being a chief culture officer. Since I focus in on inclusivity, charity, social good, and community building, um, I really want to show that like video games and gaming can be used as a vehicle for success. It's not something that is going to just oh it's going to distract kids and it's bad for them. Like no, video games have been used for really good things. I mean, it was video game and elements of video games have been even used for like treating ADHD and certain elements of it was used for figuring out uh, certain you know, uh, scientific findings for COVID to help develop vaccines. Like it's, it, there's, there's so many different things that video games are used for. And so I hope through, you know, what I do with my team and what we try to do with exit, we're going to show how much gaming is a lifestyle and and how much it's so engaged and and involved in so many areas
0: of our lives during different periods of our lifetime. Right. And you know, there's companies out there like Tailspin, they use elements of gaming with their AR, VR, you know, the immersive access for training. You know? And mm-hmm. I also like I tell the supernatural bear, that's my son, he's 10, going on 40. He has a, a little section on the podcast. You know, he's saying like how how amazing Gen X, like our generation, my generation is. I was like, exactly. If you didn't have us, we we were all about the, you know, the video games. So much so that when we grew up to be executives, you know, we're making movies about it. You know, we're, it, the Marvel universe is out there. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. to be said about our generation because we, we love doing that. And when we grew up, we continue doing that. So what I'm just trying to reiterate what you were saying. Any age, right? Like, the average age for gaming in this space. But as far as, like, video games and other things, like, it runs the spectrum. It's the gamut. You could take it to the club. You know, the tournaments, it could be a whole social event, it could be educational, right? Especially because there's been research done for education. If you gamify something, people, you know, take it in more, right? They, it, it, it seeps into the brain in a different way because you're interacting with it on so many different levels. So going back to what you do as the chief culture officer, and also making mm-hmm. it so it's you know it does it does public goods, public goods service. You have an extensive uh, record of collaborations across brands and organizations, right? So mm-hmm. is there yeah. a particular uh, partnership or project that really stands out to you as a game changer in blending? all the different things that you love to do. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including good looking out, I'm down, hell yeah, and please believe it. Benefits include patron shout-outs, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias.
1: Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Traves de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears which they went through the hurricane. You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet listed on the website or do a donation through paypal the links can be found in the description and to learn more about this initiative and how you can help please visit helppr.xyc or via twitter at helpprflm hmm yeah i mean i think that like so, like, for example, I think one of the one of the great kind of, like, uh, touch points for blending everything together is I, not too long ago, I hosted a fighting game tournament called EVO. It's, like, one of the biggest tournaments for the fighting community. Actually, it was, like, one of the biggest tournaments in the world. And I really loved it because it was one of those events where anyone and everyone can go to it. Like, you don't have to play fighting games to know what's going on, to be you know, engaged with the community to really interact and be part of the energy and just the overall experience. And I think that that was such a, and it was in Vegas too. So <laughs> it was at the, you know, Mandalay Bay Convention Center um, and also the arena. So it, it showed you that, um, you know, areas and cities like Vegas are, are taking the gaming industry more seriously. And also that there are, ways that people can engage and interact with gaming in a way that like, you know, isn't just playing the video game, right? It's a convention as well. Um and then also just like, you know, what I'm seeing the city of Vegas do, like the city of Vegas is actually like doing a lot more with like integrating esports programs in the high schools and bringing people like myself over who spoke to kids. Um they also gave Evo the tournament. They gave them a day in Vegas. Uh I think it's August 6th is like Evo Day oh, now. Nice. So Even like, you know, uh, city governments and and local governments are starting to uh, interact and embrace with gaming and, and integrate it a lot more, not only on the educational front, but on the consumer front with, you know, the everyday aspect of, you know, the city. Like Vegas is known for the other gaming, which is betting, but the way that they're looking to integrate video games into a city that already has some sort of, you know, some sort of components of gamification, but also utilizing it as a way to, like, support the youth. I mean, I, that was not expect, that's not something that I expected, like, even five years ago, right? Like, who would have thought even, like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that, that would be a thing? So, I think those are great ways to show you the evolution of how gaming is just being
0: utilized for not only
1: social good, but also, like, integrating into different areas of entertainment in our lives.
0: Right. Because you can, like you said before, you could go to a gaming event, say in Vegas, which is known and prone for some of the biggest conventions around the world in all the different industries. And then it gives you an opportunity to do these cross brand, cross organization promotions. Right. So it's like a networking thing. It's a community Mm -hmm. building thing. I mean, I see a lot of amazing stuff happening in Web3 with gaming right now. And I think they're just taking it to, like, the next level in that space. So, Erin, I think it's time for questions and comments from the audience. Let me read you what we got. As I multi-hyphenate talent, how do you decide what opportunities and events get first priority? And this is from your friend and colleague, Daniel Gonzalez, a.k.a. d Oh, <laughs> uh, How do I prioritize? I...
1: I think it all starts with what? Are, what's my goal? Like, what's my long-term goal? Mm. Um, and when I have, you know, I tell people all the time, my long-term goal is I gain inspiration from the likes of uh, Oprah, the likes of Ryan Seacrest, these people who are known for hosting, but have built businesses that have really elevated them and, and expanded what they do. And then also has allowed them to develop platforms that help others. So um, I really think about like, Okay, what are the projects that I need to take to get me to that specific point? So, and, and sometimes those projects aren't the highest paying projects, right? right. Like I, I, myself, and my agent, we really say, and, and my team, we're just looking at it like, okay, this is where I want to go, and what are the necessary steps that I need to take to get there? And sometimes I need to take three steps back to go two steps forward. Okay. Sometimes. It is taking a a high-paying gig so that it can give me the money to fund other projects that will get me to where I need to go. So it's all about being very strategic. But the only way that you can go about picking the right projects is that you have to have a long-term end game. You have to have a north star that you're heading towards, or else you're just not going to know where to go, and you, you know, you're going to be kind of like all over the place if that's if that's the case.
0: Right. That makes total sense. You want to make sure for those are listening, especially young folks that might be listening. You want to make sure that it aligns with your vision and your purpose, right? Because it's so super transparent when you're just, you could, people could tell you're just doing something for the wrong reasons, right? Like you want to make sure it aligns. You want to make sure what you're doing and, and why you're doing it provides value to the community that look up to you, right? It's amazing to see yeah. Afro-Latina in this space doing big things, being in front of the camera and behind the camera, right? Do, running organizations. Uh, providing values, scholarships, funding, all the things that you do. It's very inspiring. And, and what I think some people that may not be from a marginalized community might not understand immediately is there's a big responsibility, right? Like you got to be you mm-hmm. and you got to do you and you got to do what's right. And we're going to make mistakes. And sometimes building in public, that's just part of the game. But we also, ha- there's a lot riding on us, whether we want to admit it or not. Right. So with that, I remember you, I looked, did research, and I saw that back, I think it was last year, you did a, a tweet thread, and it was entitled, 18 Things I Wish I Knew Before Starting My Career. And then a few mm. things in that list stood out for me, things that I really want Black and Brown folks and other marginalized communities to remember and break free from, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, just systemically, historically, generationally, certain things are embedded that don't let us break free from these things. first one is the path to success is rarely a straight one. This is through the through line here on this show, from Academy Award winning, you know, producers, all the people that I have on here that I've had on here, we've all had nonlinear career paths, right? So like, People that won Emmys that I I met in in the in hip hop, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We met working hip hop music, so 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 I want people to understand that and really hear that because a lot of times we might be the first in our families to mm-hmm. do things. We might not have uh you know elders in our community knowing the way and telling us what to do, so we think we have to do this and do 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 do. And by the time no no non linear, sometimes you need to do that. The second one, you wrote, you don't ask, you don't get sorry, you don't get what you don't ask for. Yeah. That's a huge one because I think we especially, I don't know about you, you're another generation, but especially my generation, as women, as Latinas, as first gen, you're told to to shut, shut up, <laughs> keep it quiet, don't make waves, and keep it moving, right? So that but the last one I wanted to point out is super important. And I want to find out how you found this out for yourself. Rest is yeah. important for your career growth. How did you find that out for yourself? Oh, man, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> um,
1: I definitely had burnout moments throughout my career where it took a toll on me physically, emotionally and mentally. And, you know, I realized during those times I wasn't the Best version of myself, and like when I'm not the best version of myself, I can't put out the best work of myself. And that's when I started to realize that, like, you know, I need to start getting rest. You know, I need to sometimes slow down to to really figure out what I want to do or how I want to transition or like what things I want to do to train to change. Because unfortunately, you know, we live in and we live in an environment that's like driven by social media. And I always tell people like social media is only just the highlights of people's careers. And you know people and including myself people get caught in like comparing themselves to others because of what they see on social media and then they think that like oh I have to like oh this person did this so I got to do this I got to go I got to do this I got to do this I got to do this I got to keep up but then you know it's like okay if you get to the point where you're burnout you can't keep up and if you're not putting out the best product then you're going to only hurt yourself at, at the end and so i just started to really put a lot of emphasis on that and emphasis on like making sure that i'm well rested making sure that Um, I am able to handle things, saying no to things. If, uh, if my schedule's too filled, like taking breaks, I also started doing something where I told my team every quarter, I'm going to take one week off because I work a lot. So I started, and once I started doing that, I I started to get much clearer headspace. I started to do much. I became an even better host. I was able to make better decisions, business decisions. Um, and sometimes, and I realize that sometimes you need to, to slow down to be able to go faster later on.
0: Exactly. And I think a lot of us, we're, we're told or we're shown by actions is if you're not busy, you're not successful. You're not, you're not doing things. Mm, right. Yeah. So it's about working smarter, not harder. Right. And it's about yeah. balancing, like you said, because to be in tip top shape, People don't understand. We need the rest. Like that that thing, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Nah, (laughs) sleep now. (laughs) Sleep now, sleep today, sleep tonight, right? All right, so let's get into the natural rapid fire questions, aka the slowest health questions. Erin, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, first up, three words to describe yourself.
1: Uh, Three words to describe myself. Kind, hmm. bold, nice. and empathetic. Ooh. I think those are probably the three that
0: really epitomize who I am. And that's a great combo, Aaron. Like, you probably know this. You're a different generation. But let me just tell you, that's an amazing combination. The things that you're doing, the realizations at such a young age that you have about the rest, about, you know, alignment, giving back to the community, you know. Uh, lifting up others so there's some people that never learned that and are in these positions Mm. so the fact that you describe yourself in the way that i see you not even knowing you but the way you present yourself the way it comes across i think that's a winning combination you gotta you you can be shy and be bold let's make that distinction you can be shy and be bold right okay next one what's the best piece of advice you've received The best
1: piece of uh, of advice I've ever received, um, I think uh, only you can fulfill your happiness. Like no job, no money, no anything is going to ever fill that void in you. And you need to be the one that fills the happiness in you. And everything else is just happiness added on top of the foundation that you set for yourself.
0: Please believe it. Did you hear that? L- rewind that and-, and listen to that again. That's a bar. That's a bar that Aaron just dropped at such a young age. I think you're an old soul, Aaron. You have to be an old soul. <laughs> your soul's not new here. You've been here before because that's wise beyond your years. Okay, next one's one of my favorite of, of yes. this series. What song is your go-to song to get you hyped when you need it?
1: Oh, gosh. What's this song that's my go-to song for getting hyped? Oh. <laughs> uh...
0: Okay, I'll. It could be two. Oh, man. It could be. And I know this is hard. Some of us have. What well, I'll give you time to think while I say this. You know, some of yeah. us have where, oh, it's this song when it's this type of situation. Or it's this song. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different ones. Yeah. So if you need to give me yeah, two I de- hit hit me. Hit me with the two. Uh,
1: I, yeah, I definitely have songs for different occasions. Um So I uh, <laughs> So I mean, I so one actually is Okay, so I funny enough because I do hosting work, I don't like to get amped too much mm. because then it's just like I'm too like hyper. <laughs> um so I, I listen to R&B. Yes um i and more and, 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 and this is her project like uh scissors re- recent project right. i really like listening to it's like upbeat enough that i can like get myself into the rhythm of what i need to but it's not like so hardcore that like i'm just <laughs> a ball of energy when i'm on the stage <laughs> yeah um and then funny enough uh one of the, the a latin song that i i grew up listening to i actually sometimes play it I, I do listen to latin music too but like this one always gets me like really in a good mood is uh i always play that like it, it's fun it's it's a fun like and i always associate associated with like family gatherings and dancing say. and just having a good time and so like that really is a song that like up uplifts me and gets me in a good mood and of course I start dancing because I can't control myself so
0: (laughs) uh I would say like those are kind of like two two for me for sure sweet so what we do here on word to your mama is that we add the songs to a playlist so it's the word to your mama guest hype song playlist we have everything Mm. I think because we have about four hours now since we've been doing this for a while I think Suavementha might already be on there we have some of that stuff but uh, I think this is the first time because SZA's album, you know, wasn't out during the time. Uh, this is the first time. So I'll pick, you know, or if you think of it later, Aaron, send it to me. Like, mm-hmm. this is the go to on that. Al- the entire album's dope. So there's maybe one or two on this last album that you want to send to me. And then I yeah, will. Let me,
1: I'll, yeah, I'll look it up for you right now. Sweet. I can even tell you right Sweet. now. Um, yeah, her project was really good. Uh... You can add it's her album SOS. Uh oh, oh my gosh. There's so many songs in this So that are many.
0: Really uh you could do Low. I actually really like that, it. her
1: song Low. Low so Low one. will
0: be added then, for sure. Okay. Final question. hmm Erin, what will be your legacy? <sighs>
1: what will be my legacy? Honestly I think I want my legacy to be one uh, It's interesting. I think that like whenever we talk about legacy sometimes, which is not a problem, but I think sometimes when people talk about legacies, it's like this grand thing um and and such a big mark on whatever industry they're in or history. I think for me honestly is if through my career and my life I can help to change one person's life that's what I for for the better that's what I want my legacy to be Um, I want to I want to be known for the impact the positive impact that I have in people's lives whether it's inspiring them whether it's helping them uh, you know whether it's being the role model that they need um, that's to me is a legacy that I, I would want and I don't need it to, I don't need to change a thousand people's lives. Like even if it's just one person, that's more than enough for me. Amazing.
0: Aaron, wise beyond your years. Wise beyond your years. That that's great to hear that from you because I feel like you've already reached that goal. <laughs> Minimum one person, if I know for sure is way more than that already in, in your career and you're <laughs> just getting started. So Aaron Motice, my guess for being here. Let us know what anything you need us to know, what where we can find you, what up and coming pro you know, up and coming projects are coming up, uh, whatever, whatever clever. Let us know, share with the world right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at Aaron A. Simon, E R I N as a Nancy, A S I M as a mother, O N as a Nancy on all social media. That is my consistent handle. Um, I also have uh, my own show called Real Gems with Aaron. It drops every Tuesday, uh, so I do that. And then, yeah, you can see what I'm up to. I'm going to be heading to another big gaming convention soon and doing hosting stuff there. So if you just want to keep up with everything that I do, you can just follow me on my social media.
0: Sweet. Muchísimas gracias. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. And now, introducing... The Supernatural Bear Corner Supernatural Bear This song Goes out to all the people
1: Who love yams Hit it! Can I get to the yams? Sweet yams Show me the way Cause I got bills to pay
0: Do she be Yeah There you have it folks Erin Ashley Simon She's already a big star so you know catch her while she while you can because she's only going to continue to rise and I think what's a beautiful thing is that she's going to be taking all of us with her. And creating so many opportunities for that has a huge impact, right? So, muchísimas gracias to Erin Ashley Simon for taking the time to have a convo with me. Really appreciate it. Go check out all her links that we have in the show notes. And muchísimas gracias to everyone for listening. If you're new, welcome. Appreciate the time. You know, the way you could support is free. Tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends. You could also become a patron through Patreon. You can buy us a whiskey through buy us a coffee. There's also a store. All this stuff is in the show notes. Please believe it. You could support in those ways. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting this month. See how I come back. come back from these trips it'll also be the first time that I'm away from my little man's well not so little man's now but my little man's for over a week last year I left for a week and this time I'm leaving for two weeks and only because you know it's the UN right like you got to make things happen like everyone's on board everyone's supporting everyone's doing their part so muchisima gracias to the supernatural bear himself and to my partner in crime his papa bear, my husband, I hate that word, my partner, um, for holding it down. Holding it down for me. I'm very fortunate. So, And also to everyone that has been supporting me in all the different ways by listening to this, by being a friend, by texting me, by liking the post, all that stuff. So, muchisima gracias. I really appreciate it. Let's do this. And as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Rizzi P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, I want to email us. You want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyermama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RizziParawinkle.com. Make sure to follow Word to Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcasts, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app.